Welcome to Probing Ancient Aliens. Science and sci-fi obsessed nerds, Stephen Shelley, are exploring each episode of everyone's favorite show about ancient astronaut theory, as well as the lovable quirky researchers who evangelize it. Today we're probing into Season 6, Episode 13, Mysterious Structures. Great. Yes. Now, I don't want it to be a boys club in here, okay? Yeah. I don't want you to bro down too much. Ho down with my bro down, if you know what I mean. Now, ho downs aren't mentioned too much anymore. I think that it's charged, prejudicially charged. Sexually. Yeah. I think ever since Bill Clinton ruined those phrases. Yeah. Um, I did not ho down with that slut. Right. <laughs> like, whoa, Bill. Uh, <laughs> And now it's more about, you know, that was a, cl- you know, that's exclusionary, right? It's closed off. Now, the past five, six years or so, it's more about opening doors, about hoe doors. Yeah. Um, so hoe downs. Just hold them up. Right. Get them going. Yeah. Hoe the door. Hoe the door. Let's see. Um, now you were watching. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> and he had a big stroke. I'm becoming mentally challenged <sighs> because of time travel. Fucked him up. <laughs> yep. Uh, yeah, he got warped and reward. Uh-oh. What is that? You got to do a little device there? A new, uh, one of these old systems I got. <laughs> Busted it back out. Is that a Tiger video game device? Plays like it. You playing Double Dragon? Machine. Wow. What is that? Is that a TAR? A what TAR? It's a uh, <laughs> pocket operator. Oh. It's like a full-on synth machine. Now that looks, looks like, like a, a little calculator. It looks like a math calculator. Yeah, you can mess with it. Hmm. I wish there was calculators that only calculated uh, milk volume, so we could see and judge all the active mothers out there. Get them all going. Mm-hmm. All it's pretty good. Muscles. Is this just a pre-recorded song? This is. Uh, well, it's a, a loop, and then you can fuck with the loops and mm-hmm. put in different loops. And then you can change the tones mm. and things. Fucking bit tunes, huh? But I thought there was a nice little sound effect I could make out of this. But Now, where'd you get that? Well, I got this in the internet from uh, <laughs> this shop called Control Voltage in Portland, Oregon. They have all the sick, sweet, analog synth bullshit. <laughs> it's about 60 bucks, and they have like... T- I don't think they have 10. They have like a lot, though. Oh. And like some are more on drums, some are more on... Uh, Tones, just different like tones that. and stuff. Like this is like the '80s arcade, and it's, and it's bat uh, battled. It's pa- powered by AAA just, batteries. Yeah, and it has its own speaker. Wow. Can you have? Um, can you have? Is there an AC adapter for that? Can you just plug it in? Uh, into like a real thing? Yeah, maybe. You don't have I to. I'm just curious if there. No, was you, the no, no. You, you can plug your headphones in. Got it. That's how it's going into the thing right, right, right. now. So the aux cord. That's pretty cool. Now, let me ask you this: for fans of the show. They've always just accepted that there's this, we have a unique synth audio vibe sound. to our sound effects and things. Why do you like that? How'd you get into that? It's fun. Uh, I kind of grew up. Nope, that's <laughs> nope. enough. <laughs> that's a great yeah. job. Uh, no, I always had fun and enjoyed that kind of music. My brother and his friends were all musicians and did a lot of uh, making instruments, playing music yeah. into Devo, into the, the synth kind of shit, but mm. not like the techno style. Right. 
but um, they kept it old yeah, school. Like Far Barf Josh, they like mm-hmm. make all their own instruments. He right. does circuit bending and just like yep. weird sounds and and again, kind of got into that. You threw the term Fart Barf out there, but yeah. for anyone new, Fart Barf is a band, uh, and it's uh, the 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 guys are friends with Steve and his brother. They grew up with those guys, yeah, uh, and they're a good band. They do analog synth dance music. Uh, with very few lyrics, and it's uh, it's very enjoyable music. Yeah, you should um, It is. It's not. I don't want to say it's challenging music, but it's really interesting music. Yeah, they sing through vocoders. Right, right. They wear like a crow magnum eight masks, yeah. so they play in those the whole time. So, quote unquote, their secret identity right. uh, is not revealed. Yeah, you don't see their faces unless you hang out at the bar and they just take their masks off. Yeah, if you get uh, lucky. Right. Uh, they're also wearing like uh, insane asylum orderly masks or uh, orderly suits, right? Uh, well, it's more like NASA suits and like oh. then sometimes like the uh, overall coverall kind of right, things. Right. Um, yeah. Keeping it blue. They've collar. done milkman style. Yeah, got it. Oh, so Usually they change their outfits? Yeah, but they have oh. a few different. They have the orange jumpsuits like the NASA ones. Yeah, and then they have because uh, I've yeah. seen the white jumpsuits more than anything. Yeah, yeah. Maybe that was back when I was still seeing them more. See, this machine has a whole fucking shuttle wow. built. Uh, chip tunes is what I meant, not bit tunes. Chip tunes is the video game, the the eight bit to sixteen bit style of mm-hmm. video game music. Yeah. So. Anyways, it is pretty amazing because thing. growing up with video games and you know the old Atari and then Nintendo, they were making they were making so many combinations of music out of yeah just one bass yeah. tone. One melody tone and mm-hmm. one something else, like a like a grindy like, like yeah, that kind yeah, of thing. Yeah. It, oh, oh yeah, like when tone. they had the thing. They only had they only had three tracks on any game on the Nintendo to play with. Now the Famicom, which was the Japanese Nintendo, was known for having an even better sound chip. Right. So it had like four or five tones. Yeah, had ten bits. So you would yes. So you would get. Richer music. So some of those old games. Oh, we like, do not go for that poor music. Yeah. We are here for richer music. We are proud Japanese <laughs> gentlemen. Yeah, 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 of course. From the, you know, the old dynasty. Yeah, 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 Agents. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, the king and such. Yes, yes, yes. Emperor. Emperor. <laughs> <laughs> Emperor or king. I don't know. I Whatever. just worship him. Yes, I love him. I am a Shinto man through and through, <laughs> believing in the Buddha and symbols and such a thing, and b- bamboo, and uh, fried rice and such, you know. You know, the Buddha always scared me. I thought it was a ghost with a Buddha. Yes, exactly. You know, yeah. Someone said he was his buddy, and I said, no, 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 he's yeah. a scary ghost. He says, boo to me all the time. He doesn't say butter. Mm. That's something I put on my biscuits and, you know, and uh, fortune cookies and things. But uh, <laughs> and you know, I cannot <laughs> believe it's not butter sometimes. That's <laughs> like riding the line of not... Not mm-hmm. ra- right in the line of not racism. Yeah. <laughs> you know the usual not racism. Yeah. It's just a. Yeah. It's an old British man playing a character. <laughs> <laughs> not me. No. It's an old British yeah. man. I'm doing an imitation of an old, of an old British, British man playing an a imitation. Japanese character. Yeah. <laughs> and the character is he thinks he's Japanese. Yeah, that he conquered. <laughs> yes, he's turning Japanese. Heck yes. How's it going, Steve? It's good. It's a uh, Monday. Yeah. Starting off this week, can't wait till Memorial Day at the end of the month. Yes. <laughs> uh, yes. But we do have a big event literally starting it's only three weeks at away. the end of the month. Yeah. On May 31st mm-hmm. is Contact in the Desert, baby. Oh, you see him? I got both contacts. But not colored. Yeah. Um, <laughs> clear? These oh. eyes are all natural. I do not wear colored contacts. Uh, yes. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so that's going to be a lot of fun out in the yeah. old Palm Springs. Yes. Where we're going to see... All the hits. And it's, this uh, is not powered by the Alien. Like, I know. So Alien Con is powered by History Channel. This yes. is like its own 
kind of group. Yeah. AlienCon is the official Ancient Aliens television show convention. Yeah. Put on by the History Channel. Mm -hmm. Contact in the Desert, I think, is the proto version where... I think the History Channel's like, we're losing our fucking lunch. Right. Not having a fan event. Just, yeah. Because this contact with this has gone on for like six, seven years yeah. now. Yeah, charge tickets, charge up the ass to get your picture signature yeah. with these people. What are we doing? Uh, vendor space, yeah. all that fun uh, stuff. Primo tickets. It's in, yeah. And, and so Palm Springs is the larger area, but this I always is say Indian Palm, Well. Yeah. It's the same shit. Yeah. Like, all these little cities are like three miles wide, and they're right, all right. next to each other. It, so. it, yeah, it's like, oh, I'm in Orange County, but you're in Huntington or Costa Mesa or exactly. whatever. It's like, it's the same. It's the show. Palm Springs area. Yeah. Um, Where but, I was uh, last week for Hot Chip mm. out at Pappy and Harriet's. Mm. Now, everyone was talking about Pappy and Harriet's. Is that normally yeah. just a restaurant? So it's a restaurant that's known for its barbecue, apparently. Mm. And pi- it's in Pioneer Town, which the whole town is like in the middle of nowhere and super like wood and like looks like it's from the Wild West. Right. But. Since it's out the old way of Coachella and Stagecoach, mm-hmm. they actually get a lot of crazy bands that show up there. And yeah. Hot Chip wasn't even in town for Coachella. This was like a couple weeks after, but they were mm. touring in L.A. Mm-hmm. But I think that's why they played there, because it's like full on. Yeah. Like, it it seemed like a m- super micro Coachella, because there's maybe a thousand people there. So, oh, like, wow. Hot Chip normally plays at, like, the Greek Theater or Hollywood Bowl, which right, are these right. giant outdoor venues in L.A. Yeah. Uh, and they played at this super small place, <coughs> super fun, yeah. camped out back. Right. Probably went to bed about 3.30 because mm. we were just up having some brewskis and mm-hmm. whatnot hanging. Woke up at Turn 9. Turned down off your high. Drove home. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, made it home. And then I passed out yeah. for the rest of the night. Because you, te- you sent me a message of a sexy girl on Instagram at 3.21 in the morning yes. while I happened to be pooping oh. right before letting my little puppy out we to are go to the synced. bathroom. Yes. You and I are <laughs> simpatico. <laughs> I, was, I was sinking some deuces in there. Delicate. Telekinesis. <laughs> Delicate uh, nieces. Yeah. I'm master of delicate nieces. Mm. Uh, I have to move this. Uh, very, oh, see? It's a delicate nieces, yeah? Neatest. <laughs> Neatest where we see us. Yes, only with the pinky. Well, the delicate no. nieces, yes. <laughs> Don't mind the hand. It's floating here. It's disgusting. <laughs> uh, for those of you missing out on the visual, uh, you can find us on Twitch. Yes. Uh, .tv slash probing ancient yes. aliens. We got about four or five people chiming in. Yeah. I think uh, Wolf's out there. Probably a Bo Bandis oh, of some sort, but he usually says, "Hey, what's hurts. up?" So he might not even be watching right now. And yeah, Mister Sure Sure himself got some Topo Chico here. Unlike the uh, the Santa Claus quote, which is Topo Gijo. See, si. yes. Um, I'm gonna give a little. Uh, I'm not even gonna introduce the show yet. Fuck it. No. I'm gonna give a little background on uh, Contact in the Desert in their about page here. It says, uh, "Indian Wells, California. <laughs> Thousands are anticipated to arrive for Contact in the Desert." The world's largest UFO conference. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> the world's. Whoa. But uh, I mean, the Southwest seems to have like the most sightings anyway. Right. So I would have thought it'd be Roswell or something like that, but mm. Roscon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm a Roser. Um, uh, an interest is booming as the world reacts to recently published articles by Harvard University astronomers that describe a uniquely puzzling object hurtling through our space on an apparent renaissance Reconnaissance expedition. <laughs> <laughs> the Renaissance yes. of Reconnaissance. Hey, we got to look. Uh, no, I'm going to bail on that. The team from the Harvard Smithsonian, Harvard <laughs> Smithsonian Center for Astrophysics posit that this oblong meteor may be a fully operational probe sent intentionally to Earth's vicinity by an alien civilization. This is the first paragraph where two thirds of it, sorry, three quarters of it in sentence one. Yeah. In their about me and about us section is. 
hey, we're having contact in the desert. We're discussing this crazy probe right, that's right. like coming yeah. to Earth that Go, could be yeah. alien. We're describing the show, but yeah. here's one hyper-specific <laughs> panel. <laughs> so the second paragraph should be the first. Contact in the Desert will hold its seventh annual event at the Renaissance Resort and Spa in Indian Wells, California, from May 31st to June 3rd. Contact is embracing its second year in this new space, having invested, reinvested in an experience unlike any other, and will bring together an incredible team of experts from around the world to discuss the latest developments in the field, including the controversial Harvard discovery, the $22 million, million of, of black money that the Department of Defense spent on the Advanced <laughs> Aerospace Threat Identification, pro- identification Program, and a full panel on the recently revealed geothermal ca- caverns in Antarctica. More than this is, so I can't keep reading this. Sorry, I was trying to spice it up. There. Oh no, it's fine because I'll cut to the end because it's very long. You can look forward to uh, fifteen new speakers, over fifty lectures, thirty-six workshops, eight panels, and thirteen. Got to click read more intensives. <laughs> we got to do some of those intensives. Those are extra. You got to pay extra for that. So let's Can get we that pay Patreon support. Oh, uh, <laughs> or do we have to buy tickets or reserve I spots? I don't know. It's a good question. I would assume if it's open, you should be able to pay right. to play. There's no so. way they're full. Although, And then it, some <laughs> of those like night viewing things are pay to play. Yes. But then there's those night parties I want to go to to see. There's, I think it's on Saturday night. There's like a dance party or right. something like that. Hopefully, is not as gross as the Alien Con one. The going away for the yeah. last day Ugh. party. Yeah. I couldn't really smell anything, but you were like, Ugh. it smells fucking disgusting. Was, in there. I could not believe you couldn't smell anything. It was like, it was like 1998 Comic Con of just people sleeping in their cars, smelling like fucking barf, nasty. Because there's and someone uh, we used to know who you said smelled like piss, and other yes. people we know also said she smelled like piss. Yep. But I could never smell it. Thank God. Maybe you I mean, have. Uh, maybe it's like the cilantro gene where where yeah. some people have that and some people don't. But yeah, she smelled like up piss sweat. Yeah. Um, oh God. I was gonna read some of the. You see pants. <laughs> I was gonna read some of the schedule. Crunch. It's literally six PDFs that you have to. Download. No, that's what I'm saying. I was looking at it like to go through all of it. There was a yes. party at a pool, so a pool party. But I think they moved that to another bar or ballroom right. or something stupid. Um, there is a nori lunch. That you got to really pay for, and I think yep. that might be sold out. There is a contact in the desert banquet. There yeah. is, there are. We have ex- the welcome party Thursday night. There are not experiences. There are experiencers. Yeah, which is a uh, experiencer regression. Oh, um, they do a sound bath there too. Yes, um, I believe. Um, what's his face? Uh, Five heads at Freddy's is going to be at contact. Is that true? Uh, maybe. Let's I mean, see. he was in the past guests. I don't know if he's. But he might have separated since he's separated from the Gaia network. Yep. Um, I so, don't remember seeing. Oh no, 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 no. So here's here is wow. There's gonna be this is gonna be better than Alien Con. So here's a list of the speakers: George Nori, okay? Yeah. Me, Georgia, Jojo Sukalos. Me, Graham Hancock. Me, David Wilcock. Oh, he is there. Five heads yes. is confirmed. Uh, a man named Nassim Haramain. And you're looking at full-on confirmed this year, not yeah, like Yeah, this is their list of 2019 whatever. speakers. Okay, okay, just double-checking. Uh, me, love that Joker Linda is going to be there. I will be there eating steak and stabbing people that try yeah. to interrupt my steak. Do not dare touch my buffet. A man named David Adair. I dare you. Uh, a man named Emery Smith, a man named Michael Tellinger. Hey, I'm Michael Tellinger. How <laughs> am I going to tell you what's about the Gur? The Gur is a people that are disgusting and from volcanoes, not just the center of the earth, yes. okay? <laughs> uh, a man named Michael Sala. Uh, 
uh, Richard Richardson. Dolan, who we've seen sometimes in the show, and he talks like this. Yes, uh, and he's a, he's kind of a you know bit player in the in the grand scheme of things. But the yeah. last in yeah. season seven, he was uh, quite prevalent in yeah. the show. Uh, a man named Paul Hynek, Russell Targ, sounds like a <laughs> Tim and Eric character. Not the Targos. Oh, Nick Pope, who we've seen before. Um, he was formerly of the uh, British Ministry of Defense in the UFO program. Oh. There. Uh, of course, me, David Childress, with a photo from about 20 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> fucking website. I'm young, ripped, uh-huh. looking good. Peter Lavenda, Daryl Sims, Jacques Vallée, <laughs> Adam P- Apollo. There Wolf giving us a uh, nope. big old shout out <laughs> on his Instagram. Thank you. Uh, Mary Rodwell, rep- uh, Representative Merrill Cook, who is apparently <laughs> a political representative. A.J. Gavard, Jimmy Church, Clyde Lewis, Laura Eisen. Oh, God, there's so many fucking people here. None yeah. of which we have ever seen before. There are literally... Yeah, that, we're going to have some new fans. Some, yes. or not fans, but <laughs> like of us, oh. but that we will be fans of. New people. Uh, thanks, ContactTheDesert.com, yeah. <laughs> for giving us a list of all of our new fans. All the people that probably are the ones who give us one-star reviews <laughs> on the podcast. Um, There's literally about 40 people I've never heard of or seen yeah, in this space sorry. before. There will be a lot of new weirdos that yeah. I, I definitely want to audio record a yes. lot of that mm-hmm. and then possibly do some video as well. Exactly. I don't know if we're going to live Twitch from there. I was kind of looking. It's like a little bit of a intense setup but um which i think some of those people will be bummed on because i'm sure there's a lot of ham radio dickheads there like all these people are like paranoid like so if they see some asshole with a camera and a microphone like Mm -hmm. and their phone streaming i didn't i didn't sign up to be recorded i can't be on your video like Mm -hmm. i could see that like happening they're gonna pull out their tinfoil hat their tinfoil condom yeah and their tinfoil butt plugs yes. to make sure and we don't probe inside. And their tinfoil sign of, conf- uh, of consent. <laughs> this is my <laughs> sign of consent. Have a good day. I love you. Yeah. Um, Are you ready to bleed? Yeah. No, I am. I am so excited for Graham Hancock and David Wilcock, the two cocks. Oh yeah, you're a coxman. Because Graham Hancock is fascinating but the most grounded of these guys and yeah. doesn't really believe in ancient aliens theory he's more of a precursor race guy right. he still believes some crazy st- not yes. crazy like crazy person yeah. but just some, some some you know more intense out there well things. so on the on the most recent joe rogan episode i think it was the april 22nd episode where he is on again promoting his new book as he will be at uh contact in the desert because he's on a seven week american tour that is nuts because the new book is called america before and it's so far between bookstores because they don't exist anymore yeah, exactly. he has to travel and he's traveling by train i think right i don't know no i just <laughs> uh <laughs> i don't know yeah maybe uh <laughs> hey you're gonna have to ask to find yeah. out more we can have some of the emergent or uh, uh experiencers regression therapy sessions yeah. and remember what i thought about graham hancock <laughs> <laughs> wouldn't that be great if you do grab hancock <laughs> You do a whole hypnoregression therapy session, and all you're doing is trying to remember the schedule on a website you saw two days ago. (laughs) (laughs) I heard, take me back to that place you were in. (laughs) (laughs) The menu, the menu's confusing. (laughs) It's confusing, Patty Daddy. It says homepage. (laughs) I didn't want to pay the $80 for the meal ticket for just lunch. Daddy, what the about us? Section just has stuff about an alien probe yeah. coming out. But it's not really about <laughs> us, about what we all right. represent together. <laughs> the about us is about moving forward right. as a people. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah all these about yeah. us sections are just fucking yeah. narcissistic and self-serving, okay? They're not very woke. They're yeah. just about whatever the fucking page is about. Yeah, it's what about, about them. 
This is a world wide web, okay? I want to talk about me. Talk about you. Talk about me, oh my old Mr. Wong. <laughs> Mr. Wong. Yeah, Mr. Wong. <laughs> yes, I know Mr. Wong, of course, as a Chinese citizen. Uh, yeah, <laughs> chase the dragon, that yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, It's been a long so, day. Yeah. Uh, welcome to Probing Agent <laughs> Aliens. Um, that's what you call in the, in the biz a cold open. <laughs> Uh, yeah, Saturday Night Live, come on. <laughs> Catch up with the program, my friends. Topo Chico <laughs> Bottle Man! <laughs> oh, fuck. I almost, oh. <laughs> almost topoed your Chico. Um, that made me think of uh, The Legend of Zelda. Are you, are you making that yourself? Yeah. Oh. I'm tripping on a whipple. So you're pushing a button and turning a dial. That's pretty cool. Um, let's do a little housekeeping yeah. here. So, Probing Ancient Aliens, uh, if you're new to the show, uh, we are a podcast that kind of reviews cr- and has a critical eye on every single episode of the History Channel show, Ancient Aliens. Uh, we love the show, but also like to point out, if you just have a little logic and critical thinking, you'll see that the way they present their evidence is not always... Um, consistent. Consistent <laughs> or valid. Uh, and th- There's a lot of... Uh, hypocrisy in the edit of the show, yeah. Um, which is crazy that you're on a real channel and you're you're literally disproving a lot of your points, as happens yeah. multiple times in this episode. Yep. Um, and uh, but yeah, we are on twitch.tv slash probing ancient aliens. Yeah. Uh, if you're listening to the audio version of this, we are on patreon.com slash probing ancient aliens. If you'd like to support our show, we are on all the best podcast services: Daddy's Apple Podcast, Daddy Spotify, yeah. Daddy Google Play, Granny's Store. Apples. Yes. Granny Apple SoundCloud. Yeah. Um, we're on all those podcast services. We also have a beer podcast called Beer There, Drunk That. You can listen to. And on our Patreon. <laughs> what's up? Yeah. Uh, I think that's uh, Wolfman out there. Hugh mm-hmm. G said, need to Greta cam. <laughs> <laughs> what is that? Greta is right there. So oh. like another cam just for Greta. There we go. <laughs> our promo <laughs> guest. We could set up a third one over there yeah. for when <laughs> there is a guest. Yes. And when there isn't, it's just, just her. on her. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um. Uh, if, if you subscribe to our Patreon, you will get at least two exclusive podcasts per month that no one else gets, except anyone that pays us $5 a month or more. Uh, we actually, the last couple of months, we've had, I think, three pieces of content that are exclusive to Patreon on there. Yeah. One of those pieces of content is our other podcast, Adventurous Ghosts, uh, the podcast that investigates every investigation of ghost adventures. So yes. we talked about that for a long time. We launched it on Patreon. We're up to episode two. We're about to record, not tonight, but this but weekend yeah. or something, episode three. Uh, but that's a, a very similar in concept um, podcast to Probing Ancient Aliens, where yeah. we're starting from the beginning, and we're talking about Zach Bagans. We're talking about uh, Bill Tully in, se- in eight yeah. seasons. We're talking about <laughs> Jay Wosley in eight seasons. But in the meantime, we're talking about Zach Bagans, Aaron Goodwin, and Nick. Fuck, what the fuck is Nick's Red last Fern. name? <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's me. Hello. Uh, I had a spot of jam Nick Groff, too. sorry. Oh, yeah. Nick Groff, who is uh, the season one grow, through six grow, or seven grow, grow, guy grow. who sucks yeah. and we hate. Uh, I'm a Tully boy. Because he's the one who split from the show and yes. started his own thing. He decided, without telling my lover Zach, that he was going to do another show that was almost identical called Paranormal Lockdown. where he, or Sorry, Paranormal Lockdown is the show he ended up doing now. Mm. I think I actually still might have been the one that split him up. But basically, he teamed up with some chick. To stay locked down for three days in a haunted place. You do one, we're going to do three. Right. 
you're all guys. I got this chick, and we're probably gonna right. fuck. What was that a way for him just to hook up with chicks? I don't know because I I don't really want to watch that show, but I am yeah. curious. Is it we still could, on? Yeah, it's oh. still on. What channel? It's on. Um, what is that one fucking weird channel? It's called like uh, Destination America. Okay, uh, is a channel. So okay, um, but uh, you got some live Jasmine ads going up there. Uh, <laughs> no, I just got stuff that says junk files, twenty eight gigs. The fuck wow. is on here that's that big? Delete it. Um, I will after the stream. Yes, but um, but yeah. So he also he didn't tell them what he was doing. He did a competing paranormal show, right? And Zach was like, "Oh, at least I do everything under the Ghost Adventures moniker, you know, right, whatever." Right. So, um, so he got off the show because he was a dick. So, did. Um, now speaking of Aaron Goodwin, who is. Uh, not the bald Brit, but maybe the bald twit. I don't know. He's he is the he's the shaved head um, scream queen of the show. Yeah, looks a lot like uh, in the earlier seasons looks a lot like Steve. <laughs> in the later seasons, Steve looks like Jay Wosley. Yeah, especially right now. Um, long hair. But my lo- yes, my lovely wife Harris, she got me from eBay. From- <laughs> <laughs> from Aaron Goodwin's store itself. So Aaron Goodwin, the man himself, he is an artist, and he did a series of, he does like paranormal, surreal, weird art. He did a series of license plate paintings with like kind of almost like puffy or metallic paint on there. So that's a blank license plate that he put a fucking alien and a volcano in the background and lots of mystery and everything. <laughs> and, uh, a lot of intrigue. A lot of intrigue in there. Uh, that's called Mount Entry, actually. The piece is, is called that. I mean, this is excellent line yeah. work. <laughs> yeah. uh, no, it's cool. Like, it's like it's not like it's not like a fucking realistic Renaissance painting, yeah. but it's a he does interesting art in a very cool like. This is gonna sound mean because I love Aaron. He does it in a very cool like high school like, art show way. Yeah, you know, like uh, at the OC Fair, your local yes, county exactly. Fair. exactly. So Aaron Goodwin's company is called Big Steppin, where he <laughs> so you can see his you can see his signature there. This is also signed. Yeah. Um, his company's called Big Steppin, and he does like custom art on like uh, slide sandals. <laughs> <laughs> um, and his, the slogan for Big Steppin is, as you might have just seen, "Why take small steps when you can be Big Steppin?" I don't know what that means, but sure. <laughs> yeah. Now the kids used to call you Big Stefan. Yeah. Because your name is actually spelled Stefan, not Jack Steve. Jack Stefan. Yeah. yeah. Now, have you, let me ask you this. Before we, so this episode um, is very weak because yeah. it's a rehash from season one again. It's literally, yeah. it's literally a rehash, a re-edited version of Unexplained Structures, yeah. which is season one or two. Yeah. Um, and I don't know why they decided, they felt the need to rehash this. I don't mm-hmm. know if these were like, Bonus episodes well, for something I feel for a like DVD episode or one something. One of this or? season was a rehash episode, it was. so it's like. So I'm hoping that these next three episodes after this are not. Right. Well, we know the next one is a rehash sure. of yeah. Alien Tech, and it's right. called Mysterious Devices. Yeah. Um. So there's not a lot to chew on in this episode. We're gonna yeah. move through it pretty quick. If we chewed on some delicious pork chops, yes. I threw in the smoker. Steve, now hold on. Before we go into virgin pork chop smoking, which is what you were tonight, is the first yeah. time you cooked those pork chops in the smoker. Hell yeah. I want to talk about the V, okay? Have did you have you ever written your name as Steve with the V, or do you always spell your name Stephen with the PH like Stephen King? I will only write Steve if for some reason I'm signing Steve Autographs. like a short a shorthand like right. Hey, thanks, Steve. Whatever you know, <laughs> in an email, thanks, comma Steve. 
Uh, yeah. But yeah, that's about it. So like a sign-off signature in work emails or something, something like, like that. Something like that, yeah. yeah. Uh, but I go by Steve, Steve. Or when whichever. you're reaching out to Angela White's management company. Yes. I'm really charming. Yes. Hi, I'm Steve. Charming Steve. Because yeah. huh? <laughs> they don't like Steve in Dan there. It's a yeah. little too formal and right. long. So right. they just want a nice, thick, right. charming young man named Steve. <laughs> and that Eve adds so much extra gear. Why uh, take small Stephs when you can take big Steve? Yes. <laughs> Gorg. And like, God, this is like the elephant man yes. style skeleton head. Like, why is he walking this? like that? Like, he's going to find Gar and him and Gar <laughs> are going to get a fucking Harley and drive across Europe. Right. That was my favorite part of the classic elephant man movie. It was when they got on their Harleys. Sorry. Well, I mean, uh, uh, the mask. Or mask. <laughs> Not the mask. <laughs> yes. Spooky. <laughs> Dead. <laughs> Ill-gotten growth. <laughs> That's his fucking yeah. tagline. Ill-gotten growth. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Great job. Yeah. Um, I crush. <laughs> um, Do we have yeah. we have reaching for the stars we want to hit yeah. real quick? I'm uh, gonna go grab my other water. That's fine. We're gonna, gonna we're gonna hang that puppy up uh, when we have a little more time. But at least it's here. I've been forgetting my house for about a month. Uh, thanks again to my wonderful wife Harris for. <laughs> people think my wife's name is Harris, <laughs> like oh, Harris okay. Whittles. Um, for surprising me with that, it was a really great gift. So, um, yeah, we have a segment called "Reaching for the Stars," which is where we ask you, the little probers and probats out there, to go on your favorite podcast services that has a star rating system. Apple Podcast, Facebook is not a podcast service, but hey, uh, it has a star rating system. So. Any service where you can give us a good rating, please give us a top rating, uh, five out of five stars. And in the comments of that star rating, you can review us. You can say whatever you want. You can say something funny. You can roast us. You can you can pot roast us. You yeah. can spit roast us. Um, Preferred method. Yes. Um, but uh, And we'll read it on the air and give you a shout out. So um, I am going you to read. It. Was that on CastBox or on iTunes? Or it where did you see was it? on or my Facebook. Chartable update. So uh, it was on Apple Podcasts. Sorry. Okay. Um, so we got a new review from a Canadian fan. Now, I want to give a shout-out. Our Canadian fans tend to be the most vocal. Um, and the nervous. Uh, although it seems to be the, 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 the deep northwest, which is Canada, or the deep southeast, which is Florida, where we have our nicest See, fans. See, which is crazy because iTunes was going in order on my phone, at least, for reviews, yeah. and this hasn't shown. It keeps showing more reviews right. and stars. But I wonder if it's – is Apple Podcast Canada split up differently on the app oh, itself? May, I, I, I don't know. Don't, I don't know. That would be weird if it is, but yeah. maybe it is. Uh, but, yeah, this guy, uh, his name is – I'm assuming it's him – says his name is Zim4567, uh, and he says, great show, guys, five stars. Hey, guys. Long-time listener and raider, but first-time commenter. This show is hilarious. I listen to it a lot while doing work around the house and sometimes at work. My neighbors probably think I'm crazy, just laughing away to myself while I work. Also, I've had a couple people come into my office while playing your podcast on the, spe <laughs> on the speakers, and it's always an interesting conversation trying to explain what they just heard. Uh, don't worry about that. Uh, just, just keep going. Keep going. Uh, you know, prolapse, right? Uh, yeah. You know, people you know, that laugh at me. Yeah. <laughs> you know, Not even stuff. trying. Yeah. <laughs> You know, a fist fest, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah just chew on that pink, that pink rope, right? <laughs> Not sock. Yeah. Um, That's what I see it is. Also, I know you guys have all the free time in the world, so I suggest a podcast about Magic the Gathering, where Steve tries to teach Joey about the game. I used to play when I was younger, but have not even looked at a Magic card in years. But as soon as you start talking about it, I'm sucked right back in. 
But I digress. This show is awesome, and keep it up. I'm considering becoming a weekend Galactic Daddy. Thanks for the laugh, Oh, my guys. Atlanta. Galactic uh, Daddy, that's our top tier that on is Patreon. Our, that's our $25 a month tier. Making those Canadian oil money oh, dollars, yeah. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> and oil uh, scenes are rich. You're selling a lot of moose munch, my friend. We will send you clap videos, sandal flop yes. videos. <laughs> yes. We will do uh, CSF videos, which are clothed sandal flap videos. Yeah, where Joey um, wears socks with his sandals. Yes, yes. And, and we will, we will, uh, Steve and I will go onto our back, legs akimbo, yeah. clothed buttholes behind that rim of fabric. Yep. But we will have those sandals on and we will clap those yeah. heels of that sandal up. I'll wear slides. Joey will wear thongs. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just so you get all the, you know, now, the wide range. I really want to wear tech sandals, but Steve has had. Huh? Many hours of conversations with me trying to explain why that's not going to work. Yeah, it's just not hot. Right. You know, you just can't flop those those techers. Right. I mean, that there's a little bit of flop. Yeah. But it's mostly the sweat buildup that makes up because then you get kind of that yeah. bubble fart sound. Yeah. Yeah. But I guess you're right. People are looking for a classic sandal slap video, they want that, not that ASMR not style flop. sandal right. like sound flopping. Right. They want that visual. Right. Uh, you know. The the tech is a whole nother thing. You got right. Velcro rips. Right. You got uh, uh, sunny Sunday yeah. uh, slides. Some heel like, heel yeah. sweat scrapes yeah, on there. Rubs. Yeah. Um, the delicious you know odors and aromas and greases yeah. that can build. It's a little more of a kinetic kind of uh, visceral experience than yeah. just the flaps. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Because um, I think most sandal flap fans prefer clean feet in those socks yeah they want freshly showered feet yeah. you know and maybe you just yeah. kind of there's a wide range of you know yeah demand right right there uh, um <laughs> but dolls whip did also ask can you poop through a prolapse anus and i think the answer is you have to yes but you might prolapse into the water right just as joey has to watch out for his balls hitting the water on right. certain toilet oh yeah i'm toilet an italian heights. boy <laughs> uh you might have to watch out for that old yeah. ass meat flapping out yeah uh or, or maybe you, like, finger it in and hold it like a prong, right, right. like a two-finger fork or stretch yeah. to keep that. And then you push, because if you push too hard, yeah. falls out more where you just wear diaper. I use one of those really fancy, you know, in, like, a, a cocktail mixing set, they have the really fancy stir with just the little golf club thing on the bottom. Yeah. I use that to go right up center stage, and I lift that up. Because it's dainty, it still gives my balls. It's like a thong. It gives yeah, my balls yeah. the freedom to still hang. Yeah. But their base skin yeah. is holding them at a higher right. uh, regard. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> it's an elevated experience. <laughs> and uh, what I what I like to do <laughs> with that hockey style end tip is just if I need to get my wood going and I'm yeah. turtled up, I stick it. I find the hole in my weenus, right. pop that that uh, ah. hockey end in. Jam it in as hard as I can, yeah. twist, mm-hmm. pull, and now my wiener's back out right. for business. They call that friends. the they call that a flan opener. Yeah, yeah, uh, flan job <laughs> is what we call those uh, for those in the in the biz. <laughs> now, if you want, uh, biz. Yeah. <laughs> no, so there was a couple things. One I thought of this weekend or the other day. Uh, yeah, was oh I dabble in things, and yes. but you <clears throat> dabble, yeah. dab, yeah. dabble. But um, also, there were several references to jizz, mm-hmm. and I can't remember all of them. But over the weekend, well, just that I thought would be funny mm-hmm. uh, puns, and a jizzard is one <laughs> where it's a big storm of cum. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, I thought yeah. you meant like a turkey gizzard or something. It could be that too. Yeah. You'd like the jizzard of the the turkey, right? It's a it's daddy a wi- always gets the jizzard. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. a whiteout there. <laughs> it's a whiteout happened in my friends. It is a massive jizzard right. happening in the bathroom <laughs> right now. And 
just a massive yeah. storm would come. Yeah. Uh, and I feel like there's some other ones, but I can't mm. remember. They'll Anyways, come to yeah. you. Get it. I think. <laughs> All right. You approve. <laughs> <laughs> I'm into it. The keyboard approves. Um, yeah, other than that, uh, I think for our Patreon fan, our patrons, watch out for Adventurous Ghosts coming up this weekend or roughly or rough, roughly thereabouts. Like um, rough, rough. And then we haven't decided technically on our next episode for the Patreon. Um, I think we can do another Closet Knowledge, which is yeah. our technically our fourth podcast. Yeah. <laughs> um, again, Closet Knowledge. Probing Ancient Aliens is obviously the most regular. It's every week on the dot, late Monday, early Tuesday. Um, beer there, drunk that. It's usually once, maybe twice a month. Closet Knowledge, I feel like we've done two a month. The it's pe- kind of like We've the, only done one month of it, and we've done if two. If we have a Friday, right. we'll just record there, get them Twitch which right. streams up because um, we want to make double sure that we're giving you our promised two exclusive episodes yes. at least on patreon but um and the closet knowledge is a, is a twitch focused podcast uh but we're going to give it to our patrons early usually we'll give it to them yeah. like a week early but it's a bonus podcast it's not yeah. one of the two we promise yeah. so um yeah if you have suggestions i think the magic the gathering one for closet knowledge should just be the next one i'm actually kind of excited to be annoyed by it well there is a um, brand new set just came out so it'll be a perfect time to review it now shouldn't is that shouldn't we play with an old set? We can play with anything, but I mean, if we're going to review the mechanics, can we play Magic: The Gathering with tennis balls? You said we uh, could play with anything if you want. <laughs> we can incorporate balls right. as mana markers, right. <laughs> uh, as planeswalker points, right. as uh, anything you want. Um, yeah, but we'll uh, we'll decide. We'll we'll, we'll announce what we'll uh, it out. the second paranormal-related episode's going to be yeah. for the month. But um, We're also looking at getting Mr. Cunning Linguist himself. Oh, yes. Yeah. So um, Game of Thrones, as you know, got, um, is coming to a close. Uh, I was there at the beginning. I happen to have a family friend who's like our cousin, David J. Peterson. Look up uh, at Dedelvis. So it's at D-E-D-A-L-V-S on Twitter. Um, I don't even know if that's how you pronounce it, but he's a language. It's probably Daedalus, but the V is like the Roman U or whatever. Um, But he is the language creator for Dothraki on that show. He he was already a cunning linguist and a language creator for fun. So he's a very smart guy um, and was creating languages for fun. He studied linguistics in school, and he won a contest that HBO put out to say, hey, if you can create the best uh, set of this many words and grammar for Dothraki – we're shooting a show with it, and we'll feature it in the show. Yeah. So he's been the language consultant. He won that contest, and he's been the language consultant consultant on there forever. He did the language. Uh, he's done languages for Marvel movies, like he did the Dark Elves languages. Um, he's he's done a lot of shit. He's done a lot of shows too. Yeah, so yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna see if we can get him on the show for a closet knowledge to talk about how language creation. Mm. You know how that because you know everyone heard, has heard of Klingon or Elvish or whatever. And um, from they're all real languages with yeah. you know syntax well, and they're structure. They're all fully fledged yeah. languages. They're all speakable languages, right? Yeah, so, yeah. Um, uh, and he said, like, yeah, like languages are like anything where you just kind of need the skeletal frame of it, and then the fun part is making the the sound of the language, right? right how right, how the right. flare, the little all the all the syntax and the I'm sorry, the um, phonics of the yeah, sound, the yeah. phonetics of the language. Yeah, so. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, we're gonna try to get him on the show here. So his his mommy and my mommy have been like really close friends since they were four. So that's yeah, how we know yeah. each other. So, um, so he owes you. He owes me. <laughs> no, um, owes you. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh yes. Yeah, it's it's funny uh, bringing him up. We used to be obsessed when we go to his house for family gatherings or whatever. 
uh, pulling his tape recorder out. Uh, that's what called his and penis. Farting. No, uh, we <laughs> pulled his tape recorder out, and we would do recordings that we would literally write a scenario, and then take his stuffed animals and record some sort of sketch uh, together. And yeah. we were obsessed with that. Mm-hmm. And it's but it was like our first foray into what I'm doing now, which is podcasting. Yeah. So, um, Where I'm. Did he touch you? He touched me in my special spot. <laughs> they're Can all I just touch you there. They're yeah. all just molestation. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, there's thirty-eight of these. Yeah, <laughs> there's a whole series yeah. of tapes here, Joey, that are uh, all too. Well, hours this is made. the whole series. That's the mouth series. Yes. <laughs> Sorry. Well, it's a, yeah, a mouth is a different hole. Yes. 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 Uh, That's why so they're called D holes. Different yeah, holes. This is my bottom hole. Yes. I love regular holes and D holes. I love holes. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so stay tuned for that content. But diving in, I guess we should. I'm kind of, I've actually kind of almost been avoiding it, as you might be able to hear, because yeah. we're probably 40 minutes in now. But we are <laughs> exactly 40 minutes on this cast. Um, and yes, we will have Charlito on the MTG Park podcast. Ooh, I That's love a joke. I love that movie, Charlito's Way. Yes, yeah. this is Charlito. He is built for the radio. Who is Charlito? No, I'm joking. My friend Charlie. Oh. <laughs> Mr. Uh, a huge E. He's listening me, right me. now? No. Or this is Wolf, Wolf saying this? Yeah. Got it, got it. Um, yeah, this is a Mysterious Structures for some reason. So we discussed this last episode, but uh, Amazon has a different order. It's It skips over these first few episodes on what is... We're watching these on Hulu because it has these seasons and might as well get them for free yeah, or yeah. included with well, the membership. Yeah. Um, but Hulu has the exact airing order and air dates and episode numbers. So technically these are season eight episodes we're talking about right now, but Amazon, which we've 99% of the time gone from, cause I had already bought right, those. Right. Um, it's calling this season six, episode 13, six, not even seven, because season six on Amazon goes up to 16 season seven and six on Hulu are eight episodes each. So Amazon literally combined oh, two one. seasons into one and it had these extraneous episodes which are, I feel like these were put on as specials or like a DVD episode or something. Right, right, I don't right. know. But because um, these are, they're 43 minutes without commercials, just like all the other normal episodes. Yeah. If you remember, season one was all two hour episodes. And those were, even, our first recordings of the show were like a slog to get through 10 yeah. segments of the show. So That's the bullshit. Um, yeah. But yeah, this is a rehash of unexplained structures. So yeah. uh, most of this is season one and season two footage. There's maybe. Five or six at most new, and I think it's mostly Von Daniken uh, viewpoints, mm-hmm. uh, where they're having him to literally just say what the narrator's saying. We got Quiet Clotworthy here, where he's talking like this, just yeah. a little bit slower and less intense than he usually does on the show. So, um, as if he's just like, as if somebody said, hey, we're recording these YouTube documentaries, can you just record yeah, this? Yeah, you know? yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, we go into fucking, hey, what's what are mysterious structures, right? Right. And we're really talking about megaliths here. Megaliths specifically are large stone structures built by ancient man. Stone. Um, and one large stone. No. Um, but uh, <laughs> we start off with Childress's favorite. Oh, I thought you were. <laughs> uh, uh, in a little town in France. And some big fucking stones called Garnack. Yeah. Um, um, so, so this is. Wait, do it again. Garnack. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we're at the Karnak stones in France. So 
We've talked about these before. There are these giant rocks out there. Uh, and, and this is the same footage from season one or two. We got kind of shaggy-haired Childress here. Yeah. A uh, more overweight. He's getting, yeah, he's getting kind of misty and wet. And I don't know yeah. if he's <laughs> overweight more or oh, just looks real sloppier. Juicy. You know, yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm very moist. Yeah. Um, Swole like the fucking Kool-Aid guy. Mm. I have a blistered face because we're in England and I have a drinking <laughs> problem. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Gonna bust through these stones. Yeah. How can I do that? Yeah. I mean, these are solid granite. I mean, how would a giant glass pitcher bust through these fucking stones? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> these are massive amounts of walls here. So yeah, <laughs> I actually just realized the most that anyone maybe in well, not not anyone, not his wife or whoever, but yeah. <laughs> the most any fan. <laughs> I can't speak for other people that have met him at conventions, but anyone listening to this, the most we've ever heard David Childress curse is when he said the word piss, <laughs> referring to my shirt. Yep. So on Ancient Aliens, he, I don't think he ever cursed. I don't even know if he ever, ever, I don't even know if he ever says like, what the hell are we talking about? Yeah, like, yeah. It, it's, it's like, what he the never, hell is this? Like, he never has any, all, yes, yeah. he never has any like emphatic words yeah, really. Yeah. Um, it's just tone with him, you know. Yeah. But so I think so, we've heard him say the most dirty word. So we should make shirts with his face yes. and a word bu- word bubble that just says yes, huh? "fuck." <laughs> Not even the reference. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah. And he's just like <laughs> with like a dumb like alien like super yeah. cheesy alien behind him, and he's like "fuck." Fuck. <laughs> Uh, um, uh, yeah, we get this whole first segment about about Garnack is is all children. So we get our first children chime in here, and he says, uh, uh, and he's like, and he's walking, he's yelling, he's outside, he's on location, and he's like, uh, now legends here say that uh, giants built uh, a Garnack, but but you have to wonder what was the real purpose uh, that these giant megaliths of these giant megaliths, and and why would prehistoric people have moved these massive stones and placed them here at Garnack. Um, so this is the, again, this seems like old hat even for the ancient astronaut theorists yeah, at this yeah. point. We're fucking eight seasons deep, technically. And you're still, you're down, I don't know. I, I mean, to this Going episode. Backwards in time, but yeah, in a bad way. I feel like this episode reeks of, I feel the smell. No, I've, uh, I, this episode reeks of, uh, a cheap way to get new fans in. Right, to bring them back. Like, oh, I've heard that show. The show's popular, blah, blah, right. blah. And it's like, oh, here's a new... Because back then you were maybe not watching it right. a bunch or rehashing or whatever. I or wonder, it's hard to get go back eight seasons to right, replay right, right. the first time. I wonder if it. they like release them for free on historychannel.com or something like yeah. that because it costs them almost nothing to edit this together again, you know? Yeah. But, um, but yeah, there's a reason that that Hulu, who would normally has all the exact air Hello, dates, Hulu. Yeah. <laughs> uh, does not have these, you know, yeah, or sorry, yeah. does have these and Amazon doesn't. Right, so, right, right. Um, but yeah, so uh, they mention the God Apollo, the Greek God Apollo and how the Karnak, the Garnak stones are theorized by ancient astronaut theorists as being a fucking guidepost right. for Apollo 
who there's a story where they were like, hey, Apollo, where are you going? And he's yeah. like, he's like, oh, I'm off to uh, fucking business. the great north uh, lands of uh, Hyperborea. So right. um, Hyperborean Wanderer, that's like what Conan was called in the Conan comics initially. But uh, it was considered like the Norse lands or whatever at the time. Yeah, so yeah. it was like a mythical place that nobody, nobody in Greece had been up there. I don't know why I yeah. finger quote Up there. <laughs> Nobody's <laughs> been up there. Uh, yeah. Choo <laughs> This guy. <laughs> <laughs> the ceiling tiles. Um, uh, <laughs> the tap. <laughs> That's how he gets yeah. attention. The <laughs> tap. <laughs> hey. <laughs> Up there. Uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, so we get... Uh, a Von Daniken viewpoint here, and he's commenting on how mathematically advanced these seemingly arbitrary triangles that they draw connecting the Karnak stones are. Yeah. Uh, and he says, uh, goes, the distance of the lines are always the same, 2,068 meters, or half exactly of 2,068 meters. And the Stone Age people uh, uh, could not know this. So he's talking about how the triangles that they arbitrarily draw are all Pythagorean theorem triangles, which, like you were saying, yeah, unless it's an equilateral triangle, yeah. but technically I think that's the same too. Um, right. It's, it's that the, all, all the angles add up to 180 degrees. Right. So unless there's another side. A squared plus B so squared. It's not an actual squared. triangle. It's right. like a, a polygram, right? Isn't that it? Polygon, Polygon is the general right. term for any geometric shape. Multi-sided right? kind of thing beyond right. it. Uh, it could be a trapezoid or a, rom- a rombus is technically any yeah. four-sided. I wear a romper with a force again. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, this is where we see uh, Misty Wet Shoulders. He's walking down the stones again. Uh, Von Daniken makes the uh, very important point. It's very important for ancient astronaut theory to differentiate that with some things. It. I, I'm not saying the aliens made the lines. Yeah. I'm saying they ordered the humans to make the lines. I'm yeah. like... Who cares? You're still yeah, saying aliens did this, right? Still <laughs> technically made them. Um, so e- even if they did or didn't, it doesn't. Your your point is moot. It doesn't yeah. fucking that construction matter. company still made that building, right. even if the president didn't lay a fucking exactly. Brick. And and what he's commenting on is that he and Sukalos. So Sukalos is is Von Daniken's protege, right? Yeah. There was always criticism as soon as Chariots of the Gods came out and started ancient astronaut theory. People would would say. You're the guy that thinks aliens built the pyramids, right? And you go, no, no, I say that they helped them learn to do it. And ah, yeah, he like yeah, freaks. He gets yeah. so mad. It's like, dude, you're fucking. What do you call that? Uh, not not grasping at straws. You're you're nitpicking like yeah, something. Yeah. It's there's some Semantics term for that. Stuff, yeah, yeah. Um, it's like yeah, like what are you worried about? It's not yeah. that big of a. Di- you're saying. I think probably because he's cotton caught so much shit for people. You think going- that they modeled Cotton Hill <laughs> from uh, King of the Hill yeah. on Eric Von Daniken? Daniket talks about how his shins are missing. Yes. And it is weird, right? Some sort of man from the Great Pacific took them. Yeah, yeah. Now, King of the Hill went yeah. a little deeper. My, and my legs used to be huge. Yeah. And even though I have Thick. legs now normal size, made yeah. of steak. <laughs> Chicken. But <laughs> <laughs> made of steak. Because when people interrupt my yeah. steak eating, I have to replenish leg meat 
Yeah. Every day or rot, you know. Yeah. It's, like it's a almost giving more Russian. <laughs> 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 I have to have more steak, otherwise I fall. <laughs> In Soviet Russia, yeah. legs are steak. <laughs> so, so Flatmaster goes to oh. school here. Mm-hmm. And someone who's in his PhD program, mm-hmm. I want to take a wild guess, because thri- er, oh. uh, Flatmaster <laughs> is like it doesn't matter. involving comedy and other things mm-hmm. into the way he teaches. Mm-hmm. So when he says that, what do the other professors say? Wait, when he says what? That he's like, oh, I'm involving comedy and some other things. Uh-huh. He's like, uh, oh, I'm doing this. Or like, oh, you should consult this yeah, person. Yeah, Yes. <laughs> He's in the fucking program. What? And he's yeah, like got a doctorate or something and teacher and pro- oh, programming stuff. Of course I do. So they're literally uh, like, yeah, they're literally like, go. oh, flat master. <laughs> yeah. Nice to meet you in person. I'm yeah. on the probing ancient alien Twitch stream every night. Because <laughs> they like straight face, like, have you, you should really talk out, talk to Yakash. <laughs> He's in the PhD third year. Wow. Uh, in Soviet Russia, I'm in PhD third year. <laughs> Pretty hot dick. Uh, <laughs> hey, Flapmaster, you want to go yeah. to Chick-fil-A with me? Yeah. People say they don't like gays, but a lot of gays work there, and I like talking to them. In Soviet Russia, you are gay. <laughs> and Flapmaster's just like, what the yeah, fuck yeah. are you talking about? Do you about? just want to get some Chick-fil-A yeah. sauce or something? Yes, that's come. <laughs> From man in bathroom. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so Yakov Shmirov's in his program, wow. and they always say, Holy you should go shit. talk to him. Like, literally, Yakov. Yeah, not only that it's him. And that's not a stage name. Like, that's his real name. You should consult him yeah. for the cutting edge of comedy. For the comedy you want to incorporate into your teaching style. Well, because that guy was still living in America because he had, like, many years at... Uh, like, in the South or something. Yeah, it's that, what's that, it's that fucking street that's all those... It's like the, the the version of Vegas out there. Bourbon all, Street? Uh, no, it Wait. is... Hmm, the, in Atlantic? No, that's East. It's in like Missouri or something like... Branson. It's okay. Branson, Missouri. Um, and the, like Dolly Parton had a gig there forever and like yeah. all these all these kind of semi-country or country western acts or yeah, things yeah. like that. Uh, or people like Yakov Chmir. Yeah, <laughs> which are just easy foreigners yeah. to laugh at. He had a residency that. show there for yeah, fucking yeah, years. Yeah. So um, Now, maybe we get him on the show. That's a win. Yes. <laughs> Maybe he calls in or something. I'll have to figure out how to do that on the soundboard here. But and we just we just literally have like eighty packets of Chick Fil A sauce yeah. on the table <laughs> with it and just smiling at yeah. him like, huh? This is huh? it. <laughs> oh wow! Oh. It's like Bukaki party, yeah. it's and like I'm invited. This cream is what I call it. <laughs> <laughs> it's a pea protein. <laughs> Uh, uh, you know, this sounds like a real jizzard in here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, it's like I'm having my own minchip moment here. <laughs> oh, it's with Russia, your dad, Pino. <laughs> uh, I know, I got a shit-o. <laughs> I to take a Pino. <laughs> That's how he really talks. Yeah. Yeah, sorry, guys, I can't keep it up. I got a shit-o. <laughs> I broke my 40-year yeah. Russian accent to say I got to take a shit-o. <laughs> you guys broke me. You did it. Great job. All this Chick-fil-A sauce, yeah. you know. <laughs> it's me wild. <laughs> um, so they go into the logic here. Wet Childress goes into the logic here that the fucking Greek god Apollo, who was, of course, an ancient alien, yeah. 
uh, bringing knowledge and, and science to the masses in Greece. Um, <laughs> in the form of Greece. <laughs> he just <laughs> plop, and yeah. they're like, what the hell is this? This yeah. is still Russian. It's <laughs> not Greek. <laughs> Similar, <laughs> but different. In Soviet Greece, yeah. Greece is science. Yeah. <laughs> Hold fucks you. <laughs> Greece is fire. Yeah. Um, and uh, uh, Childress chimes in and says, you know, uh, if Apollo was really some kind of ancient astronaut, it's, it's, it's possible that the stones here at Garnet were a directional finer pointing the way to the far north, to the land of the ancient gods, to this Hyperborean waste or whatever. Again, why would interstellar aliens need big stone wayfinders yeah. to point somewhere? They've already scanned the entire planet. We can scan a fucking asteroid and know what kind of materials are yeah, in it yeah. now. Yeah. Why would a super advanced alien need to dig? Need a big fucking stone arrow unless he w- literally unless he was just an asshole right. who power tripped, <laughs> which they rally ag- they don't they say that that's not what it was. They're right, trying for right, us right. to be like them and whatever. Yeah. Unless they were just a bunch of assholes saying, "Hey, you fucking dummies, drag all these fucking stones here so right. to point me the way I need to go or whatever. Like that would yeah. be just a dick move, right? So Yeah. Uh uh so we start talking about Vikings because now they're going to how the Greek gods are also the Norse gods. Right, right. Because there's similarities between Thor and Zeus and yeah. this and that yeah, and whatever. The daddy sky gods. Exactly. And so uh they all somebody comes on and makes a point where he's like or uh, uh, John, Jonathan Young of the Joseph Cam- curator of the Joseph Campbell archives. Uh, he says, now, all ancient religions, their source, you know, their primitive core was sun worship. And so it's like, okay, well, you're saying that. Why, why does it have to be aliens then connecting your religions? Why aren't they all branches right. off of the same tree, the same tree yeah, trunk, yeah. you know? Um, and they talk about how life comes from the sun as he's saying this, and they show a CG sun over the earth, and then they show a fetus inside the sun, like... They knew that the sun gave life. I'm like, why are you going through this effort to yeah, show yeah, a fetus yeah. like the Star Child from 2001: A Space Odyssey? Right, right, right. In this fucking, it's so dumb. But uh, uh, now we get the not return. We just get the old digging out of a Coppins call here, a Phil Coppins, a late Phil Coppins, who by the time this episode aired had been dead two years. Yeah. Um, and so uh, Coppins calls and he says, you know, now it is clear that whoever inspired Zeus or Odin had a major role in the influence of these cultures across ancient Europe. So he's making the point that he was, of, co- of course, he must have been a person. Yeah, yeah. He was a real person that was the same person that traveled to the north from Greece by way of under, of, of looking at ancient stone. Also, that's they, it's literally a thousand miles north. Right. You have one... <laughs> One stone marker yeah. saying it's that away. Yeah. <laughs> and then you just go, all right. <laughs> that way. <laughs> Whipper will. <Yeah. laughs> Up. Up here. Up here. I don't know. <laughs> um, Lock yeah. Lock Lock <laughs> uh So again, it's all in the assumption yeah. that he's a man. Yeah. We move on to the next segment, which is literally ripping ripping out of uh, either alien tech or um uh, what is it? It's like ancient uh, alien engineers or something like that. Yeah. And it's just about old engineering methods. And so I'm surprised Christopher Dunn, uh, what Dunn here was not yeah. on this segment. Um, but they show this guy who's a modern builder. He's out in Palm Springs, where we're going to be. Um, and he has modern equipment. He has all these granite grinding drilling tools or whatever. Yeah. Um, and he's, he lit. So this, 
this statement shoots the entire episode and a big chunk of the theory of the entirety of ancient astronaut theory in the in the foot. Yeah. And yet they chose to put it in the episode, assuming that they have lulled you into this logic hole yeah. that you can't get, you can't get out of it, and nothing now will unsolidify your grasp on ancient astronaut theory right. and that it's true. So this guy, he's I don't I don't even know his fucking name. Who cares? But he's like he's like now it is possible to do all this by hand, uh, but it would take an incredible amount of time and an incredible amount of talent. And an incredible amount of people to do right. this, and well, it's like history, like like knowledge of how to do it. Yeah, it's like yeah, that's yeah. how you do it. Right. <laughs> it's like none of those things are impossible or even unreasonable. Yeah. Even lamestream archaeologists will say that there were tens of thousands of people working on building the pyramids or carving these this temple or what the yeah. fuck yeah. ever it was. So this is a this is an exercise in. In trying to convince people, it was just such hard work. Yeah, yeah. they would never do that. Real tough. <laughs> and yeah. I'm like, if you if you take the level of how hard life was, I was. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Rocker. <coughs> um, down here. <laughs> Hello, you who? Just out of context. Yeah. It's got context. Oh God. Yeah. Had a blonde bum. I've <laughs> lost my context. <laughs> it's a story I wrote about King Kong nah. fucking my wife while I watched and jerked off in the closet. <laughs> it was a King Cuck. Yeah. <laughs> he was thick man. Forced me to and eat. And that's it. Eat he bananas. was thick man. <laughs> the end. Forced me to eat bananas it's while a, he went to town on my wife. It's a one sentence story. Yeah. Thick man. The yeah. End. <laughs> That foreskin was like a big banana peel. We had to peel back before we got to the real meat of the oh. problem. Yeah, me and my wife, we had to start yeah. start him off. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, I was <laughs> man with two. Tongues. I was mouth fucked hot and put away wet, yeah. as the old <laughs> saying goes. Um, you know, tucked away. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so uh, there they have this guy who says all this could be done by hand by a large group of talented people with enough time on their hands. Yeah. Ancient people had all of that, and my point—the point I was going to make was, when you think about how difficult life was back then, that's already like forty times more difficult than life is today. Right. Which means their level of tolerance for what's super hard work, yeah, is going to be forty times more as well. Right. Meaning, right. fuck, dude, like carving this one statue might take th- like thirty fucking years. Right. But if you're some king that's going like, hey, fucking do it, you know, yeah. like. Oh, I'm still going to get food and have a life. Yeah. And all I have to do is carve the shit. I don't have to go into the fucking yes. jungle and maybe die. If I sure, spend, I'll just hang out here. Right. If I spend my life getting people to carve this temple or a statue or whatever, and I'm dead in 20 years, I'll live forever because the right. statue's made. You right. know, like right. that's how they thought back then. Yeah. Totally. And it's totally logical, right? Like I want to put a symbol of myself that'll right, last right. time in memoriam. So. Whoever. Um, but yeah, so, uh, this is just one of those flaws where it's like, you guys literally put someone on your episode that debunks a huge pillar of your theory, but then you go on to try to prove what he just, what, against what he just said, but you put him on as evidence for your theory. It's just, yeah. Uh, we go back to Puma Pumku for the thousandth time. There was literally an entire fucking episode called The Mystery of Puma Pumku about this, uh, that we've already recorded. Um, and... They say, you know, uh, sorry. Oh, um, they 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 have Coppins on here, and he's talk. They're they're talking about the H blocked stones, like they're these H things and whatever. Yeah. And there's inner cuts and all this stuff. 
And they're talking about how with the Sooks is on location with this fucking Palm Springs stone worker guy. Yeah. And he's showing him pictures and he's like, now how would they accomplish this with fucking what? And he's like, now those inner carvings would be very difficult, even with our tools. And it's like, again, none of it is impossible. It would just be very difficult. Right. 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 Um, so uh, and they're talking about the math and geometry of these angles and everything and how and, you know Sooks is like. Now, if you go there and put your thumb on that corner, yeah. it'll cut your fucking thumb, just like I used to cut myself to control my pain yeah. when I Von Daniken was just, you know, uh, fucking me in the ass with his steak yeah. leg. <laughs> yeah. You know. When I went for his steak and he just took his knife and he fucking inserted it right into my thumb and <laughs> that's how I knew he was in control. Right. And I would submit to his will no and matter <laughs> what. And he, and he said, this is Puma Punko, you motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> And that's how I knew you could cut your thumb on a corner yeah. edge of Puma Punko. It's what rock. we call rock hard, my friend. <laughs> um, and so Coppins makes an insane statement here, talking about how the geometry is so complicated on these carvings, which are literally simple s- a- right angle shapes of like H's and right, stuff. Right, right. And he says, Coppins calls out and he goes, uh, now computer programs today would take a look at the advanced mathematics required to accomplish this and go... How is this possible? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I don't think that modern computers who can power, even in 2010, could power 3D printers yeah. to print simple H shapes with a couple fucking internal angles. <laughs> like, yeah. like they f- you can fucking 3D print a bionic arm. Like, yeah, yeah, they yeah, can't yeah. make an H out of a fucking block or something. Like, it's ridiculous. Yeah, so, no. uh, Easy enough. Yeah. And this, those are the things that... I love the show, but it frustrates me. We're like, you think that we're that stupid, and then some people hear this, hear this, and dedicate their whole life to it. They they go on social media and create whole accounts about Puma Punku's angles, and they like fucking spend their whole life proving this fucking point that's an, a totally moot issue. Right, right, right. right, um, right. They then go into uh, how they might have like cast these stones and things like that. They made right. them molten and whatever. Because it would have been so hard to carve it, they they let's just make it hot enough to melt it. But or in, grind in it up, I don't know. In whatever. the mystery yeah. of Pumapunku episode, that's another thing too. They never go into how perhaps they made these from a concrete style substance, right? Um, but they, I, I think they're implying they're from solid granite or whatever, Yay. whatever, right? But they don't, they don't, they don't go into those details saying no, no, these were not vitrified and these were not made into dust and concrete. Yep. This is solid rock that was carved. Fine, whatever. Like, just pr- yeah. have a foundation of your point and build off of that. Don't right, just say right. it could be all these fucking foundations. Yeah, you know? yeah. Um, and uh, 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 Su- Sux is showing him the pictures, and he goes, "Now let's talk about the inside angles on these boxes." Yeah. Or no, he just <laughs> sorry. He just says, "Let's talk about inside boxes." <laughs> I'm all about that life, my friend. And the stone guy's there looking at the pictures, and he's like, "Ooh." I was afraid yeah. you were going to talk about that. Yeah. <laughs> like what? He's a little slow, my right. friend. And he, and and this is like, why why are you afraid he was going to talk about it? Because yeah. you'd have to say <laughs> you just had to prove his point more. Yeah, yeah. And say like, oh yeah, these are really difficult yeah, to make. They're fucked up. Uh, they talk about this mining engineer who had the theory that they cast the stones. Right. They do mention that there were Incan legends about how they could soften the stone to fit them together. So right, right. maybe they could. Again, maybe in ancient culture had some sort of uh, kiln or something that could melt these. I don't know. I mean, it yeah. takes extremely hot fire to melt Grinding. stone like yeah, that. Yeah, but yeah. Um, 
we go on to the next segment, which is all about Gobekli Tepe. So Gobekli Tepe, to Classic this day, named. is still the oldest what's considered modern megalith uh, in the world. And it yeah. pushed it pushed the modern brain history of man back by like 7,000 years, or yeah. 6,000 years, sorry. Uh, because initially, in, it was like BC 6,000, BC 7,000, where... Uh, the Mesopotamians were the f- considered the first modern culture uh, with religion and writing, you know, the cuneiform, the Sumerians, the cuneiform yeah, script, yeah. all that, the Anunnaki, all that shit. Um, but, and everyone was like, yep, that's the oldest thing, so they must have been the cradle for all civilizations. Like, no. Right. They found Gobekli Tepe, buried fucking super deep. Some some shepherd found the top of one of the pillars there. Right. And they've only uncovered to this day like 10%. On this episode, it was like 5%. But this episode was almost 10 years ago now. Mm-hmm. Or sorry, the footage from this episode. Yeah, yeah. Um, they found it in 94. It took them 13 years to get to where they were by the time they filmed this, which is 5% of a larger compound. Mm-hmm. Where it was these, it was these like five circular. And they have they have uh, Love That Joker, Linda Moulton Howe, on this, on explaining, no, the structure is so big. And there's big circles. Yeah, yeah. And, other things, and whatever. Why she's the expert, I don't know. Um, but uh, it is it is a really crazy place that's getting studied to this day and it's a perfect example of oh shit if we just dig deep enough or now we'll start using the lidar technology like the the laser radar shit to fucking go and see hey there's all these structures under the ground so instead of playing where's waldo and just trying to find shit now you can actually go oh look we don't have to destroy anything right there is something let's start digging there right right. right. so um you uh, put in here yes uh Graham Hancock is here, and Graham Hancock loves Gobekli Tepe because he's a big. He's been shit on a lot by the lamestream archaeologists yeah. um, who call him a pseudoscientist and ladies that he has to pay. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, I'd like to meet Yakov Smirnov <laughs> because in Russia or Estonia or wherever I'm from, their foreheads are bigger, and it's a sign of great intelligence and penis size. Yeah. And in that country, women shit on you. <laughs> and here he's just shitting on poor yeah, women. Yeah. Oh God! <laughs> I don't even like this. Why am I doing? It? Yeah, why are you doing it? The fuck off! <laughs> Pay me five hundred dollars. It's America. Wake up! <laughs> I, this is love. I paid to play, <laughs> and this is playing. <laughs> and he pays her to do all those lines. Yeah, not coke, but yeah. just to say <laughs> those lines. Okay. Yes. Which uh, this she's weekend? She's secretly a shit pig. I did forget. Uh, when we were camping after the concert, <laughs> these like. Dude you were peeing in cans? Hell yeah. Can peeing? Um, camp. Uh, peeing. No, this guy, like, because I was like, it's like a micro Coachella out there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this the guy's staying on the other side of our, like, camp space. Mm-hmm. Like, so next to us. On either side, both people, like, came to hang out with us because we had, like, lights and oh. drinks and food and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, so one guy. They came to mooch off you. <laughs> well, just, no, they brought their own shit. Yeah. Because that leads me to this, where one guy was super stoner or whatever. Mm-hmm. Then the, these other guys we figured out were brothers, but okay. they were the ultimate hipsters because they were, like, full city folk but looked like cowboys oh, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But one guy, it was like getting laid. It was like three something. We're like, oh, we're gonna head to bed. He's like, well, if you're feeling I tired, he, said he was getting laid. <laughs> yeah, getting laid out there. He's like, I started dying because he's like, uh, if you guys want to stay up, we can do uh, some cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> and like had his eyes, and someone's like, wait, what'd you say? He's like, like this, like <laughs> cocaine. Oh my god! And like pulled out this fucking thing, and it what? had like a big, like almost like the coke nail, but like a piece oh. of plastic. And the vial, because this other person who was with us was like, yeah, like, 
wait, what is that? And he's like, it's cocaine. He didn't do any, but we're like, oh, fuck. But just his Stupid. eyes and he had, like scarves yeah. and a fucking hat, like beard. things. Oh, like, cocaine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's so excited. Oh, helping yeah, everyone. Yeah. yeah. And we're like, no, we. Yeah, I want to go to bed. Yeah, <laughs> sound like you just do it yourself and have okay. just as much fun. Yeah. <laughs> go jerk off a big greasy load. <laughs> yeah, pump one dump. Um, uh, oh yeah, so Graham Hancock is on a lot in the segment, and he's like, he's like, now Quebecli Tepe is is indicative of a major missing episode in human history because that's his whole thing, is that uh, to over twelve thousand years ago, twelve thousand four hundred years ago, um, a large uh, astronomical cataclysm happened on the Earth, and there's evidence in um, the Montana, what do they, he calls them, the Scar Lands or something mm-hmm. like that, Scar Fields or something, and it shows evidence of this huge meteor shower that happened over a large part of the Earth, um, and over the course of 1,200 years, so up until 11,600, which is around when Gobekli Tepe is dated to, mm-hmm. um, that's when he thinks those 1,200 years were when the advanced precursor race that lived on the coasts, uh, which he's also frustrated that marine archaeology isn't happening enough because there's all these big cities right off the coast, but they go, oh, who cares? There's just sh- We just need to look at shipwrecks and mm-hmm, stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, that those advanced civilizations, taking the place of the astronauts and ancient astronaut theory, yeah. they're the ones that went up inland to the more primitive peoples, the hunter-gatherers, yeah. and taught them some of their advanced shit to spread their knowledge before their entire culture like died out. So, yeah, yeah. And probably just integrated with them and stuff. Um, those could have been that could have been the reason why these aliens look like us. You know, it's like, yeah, it could have been because they were humans too. They were they were just humans that had more tech at the time. Yeah, yeah. And he always makes the really great point. He's like, we're insanely advanced now, and there are tribes that no modern human has ever met in the fucking Amazon right. today. Right. That don't know what computers are or cars are or yeah, anything. Yeah. Right. Yeah, and if we all, up, yeah, you know, they don't know his routine, his yes. bits, uh, <laughs> and then if we all died off, they would still never know that we ever existed, right? And then, and they would probably survive because they're the survivalists, and right, we are not, right. right? So, um, but uh, uh, Linda Moulton Howe loved that Joker. Linda has this stupid point. She's like, "No, how did they make these perfectly sculpted pillars? Which they're not. They're impressive, but they're not perfectly sculpted. Yeah. Uh, but there's no tools anywhere, and it's like." We've talked about this before, but that's the dumbest fucking point. As if when you're a fucking handyman or contractor and you finish drywall on that fucking wall, you just go, all right, drop your tools. We're done here. We're done yeah, here. Yeah. You don't drop. You just, like, why, why do they expect to find the tools of the trade yeah. literally next to the project they were done working on? Right, why wouldn't right, you right. find tools in some sort of storage yeah, shed or exactly. something like that? Yeah. Right. Like, um, so this, An she makes this truck. Right. <laughs> Um, she makes this point like it's just irrefutable, and it's like right. the stupidest fucking thing to hang your hat on. So, yeah. um, Cockney Collins returns, but again, it's a fake return because this is early Col- uh, Cockney Collins, where he still has hair, he still has eyebrows. Um, I don't think he actually has cancer or anything. He just has white eyebrows, which look like he has no eyebrows in the newer yeah. seasons. But um, he doesn't say anything interesting. Um, it's kind of and I oh I wrote it's a blue ball situation because this is an old episode. It's not actually <laughs> him returning. Yeah, him coming. Um, they talk about the carvings on the pillars, which are mostly animals representing the great flood. This is an interesting point because, yeah. um, Graham Hancock is like you know even even over two thousand mainstream archaeologists agree that 
there was a flood story that, that you know so there was some cataclysmic flood which helps prove his point mm-hmm. which is that the fucking ice age happened like you know there's a big cataclysm the ice age happened and then it all fucking melted and flooded the world and you know and, and fucked a lot of culture yeah. fucked their cultures up and if they were the ones with culture mm-hmm. to write things down and tech and all that that must yeah. have been the number one thing they would tell these these tribes of people about right <clears throat> and so and why it became so prevalent, or why even they might have been seen as the gods, because yeah. they were so much more advanced. So, um, But uh, oh, I'm jumping around here because I'm skipping over a lot of boring That's stuff fine. here. Um, uh, they talk about Baalbek, right? the ancient city of Baalbek, which has it's known for having an insanely huge uh, stone foundation, Cock. which is supposedly one piece. Yeah. Um, and it's literally like 900,000 tons or something ridiculous. This is a, an interesting place, and there is no really good evidence as to how it got there. I would assume it was carved there, but I think there's evidence that it's not from there. It's stone that's not from there. I don't know. But um, we get his children's chime in here. And, and Oh, sorry. They introduced that. But, of course, this could have been an alien landing zone. So why, why do they need stone landing zones? Yeah. I would think an interstellar ship can land anywhere or just hover forever because it has... As they've mentioned, it has anti-gravity technology. Why does it need to land on the fucking stone? Right. Why, why couldn't it land in some dirt? Who cares, yeah. you know? Um, hey, it's dirt. Yeah. <laughs> Children's Times in it says, uh, 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 this could have been uh, some kind of power place, uh, uh, but it was uh, apparently used as a landing platform for extraterrestrials coming to and from Earth. So he, he talks about, they're talking about power places and how they built megaliths on places with power where mm-hmm. there was magnetism or this or that we kind of talked about that before with like yeah, vortexes yeah. and shit you could because you can physically get a weird feeling with a lot of electromagnetic energy right and they might think oh wow this is magic or something yeah. i'll build something there um the next segment the second to last segment is all out easter island and the moai stat the famous right. moai statues on there this entire segment is fucking pointless uh, because this has been debunked. Talked about it a bunch on the show already. Yes, it's been debunked. For those for those new listeners out there, if you look up, there's articles from 2018 where they completely figured out how you can move large uh, rectangular stones. That something that has some top heaviness if you yeah. tip it, uh, <laughs> with literally three people and three ropes. Yeah. And you tie the ropes to the top of the thing. Throw the ropes. And you and it's top. It. You start pulling it one way. The other person pulls it as it's moving, and you use the momentum to have a kind of a rocking, spinning pattern. And then you can literally walk the fucking thing by just pulling back and forth. I think it was Nick Manning, uh, Uh Peter North, and another gentleman who threw the biggest ropes around these. And then they could just pull the ropes. I'm a big fan of the other gentleman. Yeah. 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 (laughs) I couldn't think of another. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, I don't follow the men of porn. (laughs) I would have yeah. said John Holmes, but he was known for having a big dong, not big. Yeah, he long could have been ropes, the third third ropesman yeah. to uh, toss off around these giant, top-heavy right. statues. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, there's and they've tested this. They can move massive fucking things with this like rope method. You can even yeah. arguably use two of them, but three lets you balance it more and whatever. Yeah, because at any given time. Two people can balance it not to rock too far, while and then yeah. it, it keeps it goes two yeah. to two to two it's as like your X Y whatever axis. Yeah, um, and uh, the thing that's sad is that they don't give the Polynesians credit for because they literally say, you know, these Polynesians traveled across the Pacific Ocean hundreds and hundreds of miles yeah. in fucking canoes, right? Right. In deep ocean water in canoes. That's an amazing feat. 
yeah. that all lamestream archaeologists can agree on. Yeah. Because they did, and there's like records of it and stuff. But and yet there's other episodes where they're like, how would they travel in primitive boats so far yeah. and all this shit? Well, and they talk about how forested the area was. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And, but where did they have trees? It's like you just right. said it was a forested area. Because they, they were they, they were trying to make right. the point that oh they they've tried to yeah. move these things on wooden rollers and they right, couldn't right. do it. Let alone that there's no trees there. It's like right. yeah, but it said when they were there, the whole fucking land was covered in forest. Right. So they just fucked it all up. Right. Man made the problem. Right. Man can't fix the problem. <laughs> Uh, and then they said the stones walked. Yes. And so the, the Rapa Nui, which was the people that moved the stones and created them, their legend says, or when asked about how the stones moved to the places they were, and they said the stones walked to their places. Yeah. And, of course, the rope method would totally make it look yeah. like they were walking back and forth. It might have been a translation that said, we walked the stones there or yeah, something, yeah. too. I don't know. Which is one Mr. Wolf said, dropping fucking love. Yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, Wet cunt. <laughs> Wet cunt. Get those fucking glasses. <laughs> um, and the, the last segment here is all about Coral Castle, uh, which, hey, there's some new Instagram posts coming, so be ready for those Daddy things. Daddy always but, uh, gets a taste. But our, our top... Uh, yeah, for all of you who've been waiting for yes, us to post of course. on Instagram. <laughs> I'm excited because I finally took the time. But uh, our top Instagram post is always um, Lead Skullman. His name is Ed Lead Skullman, mm-hmm. who built the Coral Castle in the 1920s in Florida. So this is a modern megalith, um, and uh, it's it was apparently a big mystery as to how he built this thing. He was like a five foot one dude, very small dude, who was building this huge megalithic structure for a woman who never ended up showing up. Yeah, sounds like he's kind of a creep or a sociopath yeah. or something. Loner, grosser, um, and. Uh, but he built this thing with only what seemed to be three uh, pit like logs of Florida white pine. Uh, <laughs> some guy says on the show. The, oh, sorry, Rusty Rusty McClure, who is the proprietor of the Coral Castles like tours. Yeah. So of course this fucker wants to keep the sense of mystery going forever. Oh yeah. And never wants to solve the mystery, or else people go, oh, he just did that. Yeah. Meanwhile, the last in like four or five years ago, they experimented on how this guy would have done it. They used the same shit he used. And he used magnets as well, and apparently they, he just used pull a pull a basic pulley system, yeah, which you can lift massive amounts of weight with the right amount of pulleys. So, and he was also I think I remember on the episode we talked about him before he was like a fucking engineering student yeah, or yeah. something like that. Yeah. So, and then he used a box that apparently had some magnets in, with the chain. So maybe the magnets somehow helped move maybe the pulleys. Well, maybe the metal hooks or something yeah. like that to pull it over. Ex- yeah, exactly. Know. And so if you just look up. Uh, Coral Castle debunked on YouTube. You'll find multiple videos that show literally him doing shit and then a modern crew from a few years ago recreating it and doing the same shit with the same types of stone uh, blocks. And right. Things. Shit and whatnot. Um, but uh, we get in, like, after after looking at that YouTube video, cut back to George Nori with a Nori store. And he's like, he's like, the whole place could have been anti gravity because yeah. they think that the little b- mysterious black box in the picture. Was an anti gravity device that yeah, blanketed yeah. the whole compound in zero G. And so he goes, he probably just pushed them into place. Yeah. <laughs> and is he not floating? Right. Yeah. Is his that was old the question. Saggy we... nuts not going up yeah. to his fucking chin at that point. Uh, this is stone gravity, yeah. as you know. You know. Yeah. In <laughs> Russia, stone flood. Yeah. yeah. I don't know what kind of guy Skullman is, but whatever. Yeah. But Skull fucker. Yeah. Uh, now Skullman. Famous robot master from Mega Man 5. There you go. Got to steal the the woodman's power to get it. (laughs) 
<laughs> you got to steal the woodman's power to fight Skullman. <laughs> yes, because you got to get the right uh, order of yeah, yeah. powers. Although Woodman was from like Mega Man One yeah, or something like that. But um, <laughs> oh, you needed it back then. Yeah. <laughs> You had to go back to the old game, come into the new game, fight yeah. Skullman. That's where you're going to find the skull fuck. Yeah. If it can be created by Skullman, it can be solved <laughs> by Skullman. He was not the one whose end power you wanted. Right. You wanted Waterboy, Skullman, or uh, Woodboy. Wood. Yeah, you had to fight Bobby Boucher. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you got, you yeah. got the you got the mega yeah. buster there. Yeah. You got, oh, can I pet that dog Rush? <laughs> that dog Rush. <laughs> He got a he got a spring yeah. coming out his back. Mama said, <laughs> "I'm Mega Man. I don't like water." <laughs> oh, oh! <laughs> but what about this water from a glacier from yeah. Antarctica? It will make me short circuit. <laughs> Does Mega Man have a voice? Was he on that Nintendo so show? Or he whatever? was on a couple Nintendo shows. So, yeah, he on Captain N, the Game Master. One, yeah, he talked like this because really? he was a short little squatty okay. guy. And then on Smoking on the asshole. show Mega Man, the Super Fighting Robot Mega Man, that was a theme song. He had the same voice as the American voice of Goku oh. on the Funimation Dragon Ball Z things. Great, um, but uh, but yeah, so that was a really good cartoon. Actually, was the the theme the song Mega was Man. annoying because it was like just I maybe watch that. Show. Yeah, that it was on familiar. for like two seasons or something like that. Um, but uh, uh, the scientist gal that is on the very early seasons, I can't remember her name. Um, she's an actual astronomer, physicist, I think. She makes an interesting point, too, where she talks about it seems like he was using maglev technology, which is just simple magnets. And yeah. yet bullet trains, which are so uh, the, the track, if you put enough electromagnetic current through the track, it will repel an inch, that's all you need, Oh yeah, a fucking 18,000 ton train car, or whatever yeah. the fuck it is, and go super fast. That's what I call my wiener, an oh, yeah. inch, but it's at 18,000 pounds oh, yeah. behind it. <laughs> hey, uh, it's an 18,000 ton train right. car if it's an inch. Yeah. <laughs> if it's not an inch, then yeah. I don't know. <laughs> um, but uh, Coppins comes on after this, after this very simple, ex- simple set of explanations yeah. even on the show, or if you go to that YouTube video. Um, uh, he calls out and he says, now, did he get this technology from a visitor from another realm? Of course he did. It's yeah, like, you piece of shit. Okay, the most complicated techno- or, uh, explanation must be the truest, right? Yeah. So, uh, of course, I, this is where I made the point about Rusty McClure, is like, uh, of course he wants to keep the mystery alive. So he's on here and he's like, now this guy was five foot one. I mean... It had this technology had to have come from another being with more advanced technology from somewhere in this galaxy. Yeah, it had it's to like, be this galaxy. Now, yeah. like, now you're being yeah. extra specific for no reason, <laughs> and and allowing us to poke holes in your little rusty McClure yeah. hole. But that's it. This Hope episode. You got your tetanus shot because yeah. that is rusty. <laughs> yeah, this episode's fucking over. It was you learned nothing new in this episode. That that's what I find kind of insulting. Where it's like, guys, like. You got to have at least one new segment per yeah, show, yeah. like minimum. Like you can't just rehash the old shit with no new information, right? Like, right. It's it's crazy how I feel like there's maybe one episode per season where I'm like, that was actually interesting or weird. It was so specific that it was fucking whatever. Like, yeah, yeah. Um, oh, those but, are some weird points. Yeah, yeah. Like, this was all rehashed, going to the same fucking places, right. the same goddamn two or three islands, right. and the same footage as yeah. before. Right. 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 Uh, you got old ass Childress, no younger Childress, but he's yeah. a little more bigger. Yeah, definitely has the busted up. He, I'm, he's for sure an alcoholic, right? Like that <laughs> fucking face is so goddamn red. Or, or he's like, 
on meds or something. I don't know. He has a weird he has the energy capillaries to that him. are exploded in his fucking yeah. right under his eyes yep. and his nose. Like but I mean, Childress, burnt. Childress is a very old world European name, so yeah. maybe he just has like maybe both his parents are French or British They're or whatever, and doesn't have like good mutt genes or whatever. You know? Yeah. So no, I think he's fucked. Maybe. Um, but to, yeah, I know. I would just I would love to see what his. <laughs> Basically, I'm going to say, I would love to see him in his hotel room undressing and doing it. No. Like, I would love <laughs> to see what his, his alone routine is, right? Like, yeah. what does he do? How uptight I is mean, he? He's, like, shaking like crazy. What kind of, yes, what kind of things does he itch and scratch, and what parts of his body does he touch a lot? Yeah, how often does he lick his lips? Right. Yeah. All Yes, all those, like, things where you're like, oh, who's this kind of yeah. weird gross guy at the library yeah. or something yeah. like that? Um, Frigging himself off. Right. Oh, that's just homeless Joe. He's yeah. over at the hey, computers and the screen. Stop him from watching porn on right. the uh, public uh, hey, domain here. If he's not watching porn here, he's going to be out there raping some kids. Okay. So let's just yeah. keep it safe. He's going to be fucking a here. dead rat. And that's <laughs> how you get typhoid fever, man. That's friends. how you spread the plague. Okay. Um, yeah, that's it for uh, Mysterious Structures. Uh, stay tuned for next episode, which is a rehash of Mysterious de- uh, of, of uh, Alien Tech, which is Mysterious Devices. Yeah. So. Um, but uh, yeah, it's really late. I think follow we, us on all the socials. Yeah, follow us on uh, uh, at Probing Ancient Aliens on Instagram and Facebook at Probing Aliens on Twitter. Uh, follow at Beer There Drunk That on uh, uh, on Facebook and Beer There Drunk That PC on Instagram. Uh, subscribe to our Twitch twitch.tv slash Probing Ancient Aliens, where you get what? notifications <laughs> of when we're prolapsing live on the air. Uh, and also, also Steve, Steve posts our Instagram, Instagram stories when we're going to go live, live on Twitch. Usually it's Mondays around 8 o'clock, but today was a late start. Um, other than that, if you like us, support us on our Patreon for $5 a month or more, and you'll get at least two exclusive podcasts, if not more, plus other perks coming soon. And that's patreon.com slash Aliens. Other than that, it's bedtime. I'm going to go into this mysterious structure called Steve's Bunk Bed and Bat Bye.